First she beep, beep, and then they beep, beep, and after that, beep, 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 coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So Block and Reported is talking about the Joe Rogan thing. I guess this is old. This is, this is, this is not the N-word thing. This was the, uh, the COVID stuff. Makes you wonder what's next. Anyways, I was going to say that I get tired of saying the things that I say. I actually don't get tired of it. But I do like it when I hear other people saying the same stuff. So I'm going to throw in a clip here. Okay, the setup is uh, one of the blocked report Jesse. Jesse, it's Jesse and Katie. And so Jesse was arguing with people on Twitter. Because, you know, people are like, we got to cancel Joe Rogan because of misinformation. And then Jesse's like, uh, here are many examples of misinformation from the media. Uh, specifically about Jacob Blake and Kyle Rittenhouse. I talked about that. Just a bunch of horse shit. A bunch of false statements. I mean, thousands. Thousands and thousands of false statements by the media on that subject. But in any case, the guy who's arguing with it is like, and he's like, hey, you, you guys do misinformation. You just did some on this other subject. And the guy's like, oh, but that wasn't medical misinformation. That's the kind that really matters. And so they're talking about Science Versus is a podcast. It's a podcast I used to listen to. Apparently they're uh, pulling their podcast until Joe Rogan has gotten rid of. And they did a episode about uh, children, trans, you know, transgender children. And they had misinformation, you know, obviously false statements in there. And then so this Jesse guy, he like emailed him. He's like, hey, you put in false statements. And I guess they corrected him. So that, you know, on that, on that part, that's good. But anyways, they're like, we got to... We gotta, we gotta cancel Joe Rogan because of medical misinformation, and then you know they have done medical misinformation themselves. I mean, it's like the guy who tried to get the guy who started the whole Joe Rog- Joe Rogan needs to get canceled on the N word. Actually, one of the main guys. It turns out he wrote a book that has the N word in it a whole bunch. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. I love it. All right, so the clip. This, but but the, this is what but this is what I mean. That that again that. Fucking up one episode about youth transition probably isn't as bad as vaccine denials, but it's misinformation. It's, and it's medical mis. It's literally medical misinformation. It's medical misinformation and and literally making up a statistic that doesn't exist. And they also refuse. I mean, I didn't know that. I'm glad you told me that. I mean, every time you turn on cable news, you see misinformation. Every time you turn on NPR, you hear misinformation. There is misinformation everywhere. It's in the fucking paper, it's on cable news, it's on the radio, it's on YouTube, it's on Spotify, it's on every fucking podcast, intentional or not. And I don't, frankly, I don't think Joe Rogan is that much worse a purveyor than anybody else. I mean, the mainstream media is responsible for getting us involved in actual literal wars that killed hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. So I love Katie. You can see why. She's America's worst nightmare. A beep that doesn't give a beep. Those beeps are lesbian and fuck, but that phrase comes from the movie Menace to Society, and the first beep in that movie is not lesbian. But Katie was saying that, like, you know, you think that Joe Rogan was famous before this stuff. I mean, talk about people that never heard of him. Now they all know that Joe Rogan has a podcast. I mean, people that don't know what a podcast is are like, Joe Rogan has a podcast, so there's probably going to be a bunch of people that go listen to it just for all this stuff. I mean, it's almost making me want to listen to Joe Rogan. I just don't like the three-hour length of the podcast. But I hope that Spotify kicks him off of Spotify. I hope that that his lawyers did a good job 
and make it so that if they kick him off of Spotify, they got to pay them the $100 million up front that he was going to get over 10 years. And then if he gets that money, I hope they kick him off of Spotify because it will just be a good example of someone who's not that crazy. He's not that wild or ain't nothing, nothing to see here, folks, move along just getting hammered, having their free speech just getting completely hammered and taken away from them. Because I want, a, I want a backlash. I want America to do a backlash and say, you know what, this is America. We are for free speech. And, you know, I don't know if YouTube, like if Spotify kicks him off, can he go back to YouTube the way he was before? I don't know. Like when Alex Jones was kicked off of, whichever thing he was kicked off first, let's just say Twitter, then, you know, within 24 hours, YouTube, Facebook, everyone kicked him off all at once. So if Spotify gets rid of Joe Rogan, uh, I'm not sure that YouTube's going to jump in to save the day. Although YouTube is actually kind of the least censorious. They're the least piece of crap out of everyone. If Spotify turns into a piece of crap. So then, you know, let's say, let's say that he does get kicked off of YouTube. There's some other, let's see, Rumble. There's something called Rumble. And something called Locals. Locals was its own thing, and it was pretty free speech. But then it got bought by Rumble, which may or may not be free speech. We'll see. Rumble's like YouTube. Locals is like Facebook? I'm not sure. I think it's like Facebook. But the thing is, you got all these alternative, you know, alternatives to the big tech companies that are saying that they're going to have freer speech. I mean, no one's saying no one's saying free speech. That's what I would like. But Except for, well, there are ones that say free speech, and then... Anyways, they're just full of real Nazis, or whatever. They're full of trolls, you know, saying the N-word over and over. But So we need something that's like the big tech companies with freer speech. Like, I mean, in my opinion, completely free speech, or at least close to it. And so maybe if Joe Rogan gets kicked off of Spotify, he can draw enough people to a different platform to make it viable, because that's the problem. Like, I've tried to go watch other things other than YouTube, and it's just... You know, I watch YouTube all day. Do I want to go spend a few minutes to watch something else on some other thing, or do I just want to click on the next YouTube video? And the answer is, I just want to click on the next YouTube video. I'm a lazy beep. And don't misconstrue me. That beep was for uh, Biatch. The fifth column podcast has a Danish guy on there talking about free speech. Apparently, he wrote the book. And I guess if you go back in history... uh, the Greeks had free speech, and the Romans had free speech. But I believe it was the Greeks' free speech was like, anyone, period, can have can say what they want. And then the Romans, their free speech was like, if you were rich and powerful, then you could say what you wanted. I told the story, like, someone in Rome was like, these kids, they got no respect. And so, you know, for thousands of years, every generation looks at the new generation of young people and says... They're all screwed up. They got no respect. Well, the same thing has gone on with every way of communication. So, like, when the printing press was invented, they're like, you know, it's just it's just like they're trying to cancel people on Facebook today. When the printing press was invented, people are like, what? This is going to put bad ideas into young people's minds. You know, teenage girls are going to compare themselves unfavorably to other girls on the Internet. I mean, on the printing press pages. And basically, just every time there's a new way of uh, communication, you know, you got... So then you got books, you know, then you got newspapers, then you got magazines. These magazines are going to lead to impure thoughts. 
And then radio, this radio thing, it's no good. The, uh, the unwashed masses are listening to it and whatever. They're, they're believing the misinformation spread by the radio and so on. So, you know, whatever. The Internet's here and now it's like, what? You can't, let, you can't be letting just any person speak. Are you crazy? Do you know what a person, do you know, do you know what a random, per, do you know how stupid and unwashed a, a random person is? We can't be letting them speak. Well, okay, so, yeah, what's, what, what's, what's really the latest thing? So, you know, the latest thing was, I don't know what, January 6th people on Facebook, right? But the new thing now is podcasts. Like, Joe Rogan talked about COVID, and then they came up with some clips of him saying the N-word, and now it's like, think of the children. I mean, you know, save the children. We've got to save the children from podcasts, which obviously is interesting to me because I have a podcast. And I think it's the exact kind that they would want to get rid of. They, the royal they. And I'll tell you, you know, speaking the truth, that's more dangerous than, um, you know, if you got some podcast where you're talking about the earth being flat, like no one's really afraid of that. But if you know if you're if you're backing up your opinions with statistics and saying stuff like you know 85% of the hate crimes against Asians in the Bay Area were committed by Black people according to the San Francisco Gate uh, newspaper, then that's dangerous, right? The truth is absolutely the most dangerous thing. It must be suppressed. And you know you can think of other countries where they don't have free speech, like China, right? Like if you're like. Like Peng Shui, Peng Shui, little, little Peng Shui, that tennis player who got raped by a, I think he was one of the top 10 dudes in the Chinese um, government at one point. He had retired, but he was a former like top, de- top 10 Chinese big dog. And he raped her, and she went on social media and said he, ra- he raped her, right? If he hadn't raped her, who cares? But because that was true, look the hell out. And yes, in America, you're innocent until proven guilty, but... Uh, for Chinese big dogs, you're guilty until proven innocent. Especially when the person who's accusing you has been kidnapped. And we haven't seen her since, barely. So the European Union is trying to pass a law about hate speech. I mean, basically, censorship. I've said before, what is hate speech? That's any speech that you don't like. Whoever's in charge, they just say, that was hate speech, and then they silence you. So the European Union, I guess they're in charge about, of about 25 countries. And I guess some of those countries don't have strong enough censorship. They got too much free speech. And so the European Union is trying to consolidate it into one uh, super duper uh, hate speech law. And there's a saying that you, you always fight the last war. And so Europe is, they're still fighting the last war. They're still doing the stuff, <laughs> they're doing stuff today to prevent the last war that happened. And of course, that was a heck of a war. That was World War II. And so the idea is you have to suppress free speech because otherwise you're going to get a bunch of Nazis. And, you know, it's preposterous to think it'll be like like the real Nazis, the what, the Democratic Socialist... I forget what Nazi stood for, but it was like Democratic Socialist something-something. It's just funny that they put all those words into it. But, you know, I think, you know, what's a, what's a modern Nazi? You know, there's no one's going to go do a Holocaust or something, but what's a modern Nazi in... Europe, what would that be? I think that's someone who's like, you know, anyone who doesn't want a whole bunch of immigrants from black and brown countries to move to their country, basically, that's that's the modern-day Nazi. 
and you know all this stuff it's like easy for you to say like people saying stuff it doesn't hurt my feelings i mean i don't know if that's true first off i don't want anyone like yelling in my ear with a bullhorn so i don't support that kind of free speech you know and direct incitements to violence uh that's not legal under american law that's not legal america has the freest speech sort of in the world per the gov- the government r- rules on free speech in america are the uh, freest in the world even if social media doesn't let you say stuff but like i say you know easy for me to say it's cuz i'm not really you know there's not much you can say that's going to offend me or hurt my feelings so i'm like you know and and i and also i say stuff that offends other people and it hurts their feelings so basically, if you're hurting other people's feelings and your feelings can't be hurt, then you're like, free speech is wonderful, right? Easy for me to say. And, you know, it's just easy. I'm, you know, I'm a straight white male, so it's like, you want to criticize those things? Uh, go ahead, I guess. I'm trying to think. Like, say, you know, I got a Twitter account. I advertise it at the end of my podcast. No one ever interacts with me. But I guess, like, what if someone went on there and called me a Nazi? Basically, it depends. Like, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like that, but because the reason why is because that would probably be a prelude to trying to get me kicked off the internet. So, you know, if I can't be kicked off the internet, then I don't care how, you know, you can call me whatever the hell you want. You can call me a commie, a Nazi, anything. But because we don't have free speech, I don't really want to be called some of those things. See, it always leads me back to I want free speech. I guess life is just not fair. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.